think her records are genre-wise all over, like blues, soul, country, folk. I think that's the beauty of being a songwriter is like, you can explore many different genres. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Accolades Conversation Series, in which I talk to some of my favorite artists about who or what they would recommend me checking out. Make sure to subscribe to our channel or hit the like button. Courtney Mary Andrews is an American singer-songwriter originally from Phoenix, Arizona. She released her first widely distributed and breakthrough album, Almost Life, in 2016. From 2010 to 2011, Andrews was an auxiliary member of Jimmy Eat World, appearing on their 2010 album Invented and acting as a keyboardist and backing vocalist on the subsequent tour. Her new album, Loose Future, just came out on Fat Possum Records. Make sure to check that out. I spoke to Courtney about Lucinda Williams, an American singer-songwriter and musician. She recorded her first two albums, Rambling on My Mind in 1979 and Happy Woman Blues in 1980, in a traditional country and blues style that received critical praise but little public or radio attention. In 1988, she released her third album, Lucinda Williams, to widespread critical acclaim. Widely regarded as an Americana classic, the album also features Passionate Kisses, a song later recorded by Mary Chapman Carpenter for her 92 album Come On Come On, which garnered Williams her first Grammy Award for Best Country Song in 1994. Known for working slowly, Williams' fourth album, Sweet Old World, appeared four years later in 1992. Sweet Old World was met with further critical acclaim and was voted the 11th best album of 92 in the Village Voices Pass and Job, an annual poll of prominent music critics. If you are into my illustrations, this accolade series started as an illustration book, which you can still get on our website, createrecords.be. This is what Courtney had to add. Has Lucinda Williams been chosen? No. No. I mean, she kind of has accolades and stuff, but I do feel like compared to you know, who I consider her counterparts doesn't really have the acclaim she deserves. She's a songwriter, active from the 70s to now. She did release a, I think, Grammy-nominated order-winning album, Car Wheels on a Gravel Road, in the 90s. I think that's when that record came out. And, you know, for her body of work, I think, like, she really, in my opinion, should be up there with names like Bob Dylan, Neil Young, and Leonard Cohen and can write with the best of them and just has written, you know, for all time songs. And so her name should be in the same breath as, you know, those greats, Joni Mitchell, you know, too, uh, along, you know, just those kinds of names. There's definitely a lane that's kind of headed that way for her. But in general, it'd just be nice if that name was uttered in the same breath more often. Car Wheels on a Gravel Road's a great start. There's not a bad song on that record. I personally love World Without Tears, also not a bad song on that record. And um, yeah, it's it's kind of in the Americana genre, I would say. She, you know, she was one of the first people I'd say that radio was like, let's figure out a crossover genre or whatever. When Carvels on a Gravel Road came out, it's like country radio didn't really want to play it, didn't know how to play it, and like rock radio didn't know how to play it. So. It was, it's kind of got that like American root sound, but it's not full country. So for people who don't know, but honestly, you know, like Bob Dylan and Neil Young were making records like that since the seventies um, with that crossover, but people weren't so genre obsessed um, or radio didn't think as much about that or something. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like now people would put that in the Americana genre, but 
really it's more than a genre you know the songs are just absolutely for all time you say americana and that leans towards country for me but like of course with more of a songwriting kind of way is that something fairly new because that's what i hear you say right well, it's a genre that has been actually coined in the last 20 years it's really pretty new. however technically if we're gonna like talk sonically speaking like that sound of music has been around since the 70s you know like the band to me is classic americana what what you would consider they would be americana band now and they would be categories in that and bob dylan same neil young same like those would be americana artists so i think it's just a genre name it doesn't really singer songwriter american singer songwriter music mm -hmm. you know that's what it is it's just yeah. like writing songs <laughs> Mm -hmm. I think some country fans would appreciate Americana. I think more than that, though, uh, people who don't typically like country might like Americana. You know. Oh, okay, okay. You know, it, it, it's it's a confusing term, really, because it, it, radio made it basically because there were these bands and artists like Lucinda Williams who had country-leaning stuff, but it wasn't quite completely country. It was like almost rock, almost a little indie, like not completely country so they created a whole other genre for radio and put a bunch of people in there and it's kind of turned into like a lot of like the songwriters are being put into that kind of bracket like basically if you are focused on writing good songs and like want to have a less poppy country album like you're probably going to be lumped into americana it's like if you say Americana, or if you say indie, then people just have all these preconceived notions. I might make a more Americana record one year, and then one year I might make a more indie-sounding record. One year I might make a mm -hmm. instrumental nylon guitar record. Like I don't. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so funny to these kind of people. Really need to know, you know, what genre you are, and I think genres kind of ruined artists actually like yeah i completely agree especially as a songwriter you know like songwriters are exploring songs and songs can lie and you know you think about old songwriters like there would be country writers and then the soul singers would come and sing these country songs and turn them into songs like it's very fluid like it's kind of it doesn't need to be like this mm -hmm. one thing like a, a if you listen to country and soul, like there's really not that much difference. It's just really how they're sung. I have the feeling like everything is way more, and that's why it's weird that there's actually like an extra term invented in the last 20 years to pinpoint people towards that, I, I think, you know? Yeah, well, it is funny, because like, I think Americana really, what I think it is, is folk, country, blues, soul. It's, it's literally everything. Um, and I think it's great because it allows space for artists who might not be played on like the bigger radio and it kind of celebrates like more of the artists. Music from Germany was called crowd rock. Maybe that's kind of like that kind of label that you get with Americana, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Labels and genres like it's funny. They were created by radio people. They weren't created. Musicians didn't get in a room and be like, we're playing Americana music. <laughs> like. <laughs> No, so it's like, I don't know. They're like marketing terms, really, when you think about it. You know, Lucinda's, if we're forgetting, like, down in the nitty gritty, like, she's, her records are genre-wise all over, like, blues, soul, country, folk. You know, there's all sorts of genres in, in those. In the, and I think that's the beauty of being a songwriter is, like, you can explore many different genres. 
I want to thank my guest, Courtney Myrie Andrews, for this conversation. Make sure to check out our new album, Loose Future, out on Fat Possum Records right now. Um, next week, I'm going to be talking to James Cox, the frontman of Crows, about his love for Patsy Cline. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>